I'm not here yet. <laughs> now I'm here. Hi. It's me, hi. Oh, it's so wonderful to be here tonight. You know, my Wales Millennium Center debut was meant to be in April of 2020. <laughs> and after three very long years, I just, I'm so happy to be here with all of you. And I've just wanted to take a moment before we start the show to say how truly, truly thankful I am to once again have this fantastic opportunity to scam a large arts organization. <laughs> Wait for it, out of two and a half thousand pounds. Plus catering. And even though this is the end of the Sam Hickman Variety Hour, I already like you, don't worry. <laughs> Even though this is the end of the Sam Hickman Variety Hour, it feels like it might just be the beginning of something wonderful. And who knows what the future holds, but maybe, just maybe, maybe this is the moment I waited for all this time. Playing games, counting hours, waiting for a chance to shine. Now we've no guarantee that things will turn out right, but now you're here with me, if only for a night, at least we'll Gift I give is free, and I pray it will endure 
go. Are you ready to have some fun tonight? Are you ready to watch some variety? It is the spice of life. All right, are you ready for my first joke? I said, are you ready for my first joke? Uno traves. Are you ready for my first joke? Yes. Thank God. Okay. It's a little bit of a risk, I will warn you. And I know, like, the people who have come to three of these are like, yeah, it's a little bit of a risk. But I did try this out um, recently, and the room was silent. So uh, I'm excited to be here. Here we go. First joke. So comfortable. It's a silence. <laughs> First joke. Ladies and gentlemen. Get it? Because <laughs> it's like in this room there are only two genders. People who are excited to be here. And those of us with winter depression. I am fucking dead behind the eyes. Oh my God, this was meant to be in October. I was so excited. Now I'm excited to get it over with. <laughs> but you know what? You know what? Life loves to send you little challenges that you have to learn the hard way. You know, some life lessons you have to learn the hard way, like patience, perseverance, never to eat a full bowl of spaghetti bolognese before a man comes over. <laughs> Just in case he's neglected to mention a specific fetish for gagging. I'm never getting those tomato stains out of my cream bedroom rug. Welcome to the Sam Hickman Variety Hour. Oh my God. Yeah, fucking clap. We'll do that again. I'm never getting those cream tomato stains out of my bedroom rug. Welcome to the Sam Hickman Variety Hour. Thank God. Oh, Jesus Christ. For those playing along at home, yeah, that is the same man that I may have mentioned last time who um, lost a condom in me, gave up looking for it, and went home. <laughs> a one-night stand I'm destined to remember forever. Where is he now? Leeds. Anyway, anyway, it's wonderful to be here, though. At long fucking last, Wales Millennium Center's newly renovated cabaret space. I don't have a joke about that. I'm trying to stay on their good side. <laughs> no, it's nice. It's not. Okay, I have three jokes about it. Would you like to hear them? Okay, great. Okay, great. This is like Rolodex pitching. Okay. I've always wanted to perform at a conference room in a bowling alley. <laughs> No, I've always wanted to perform at a cursed working men's club where all the patrons are dead. Okay, last one, last one. I've always wondered what the headquarters of Tron was. 
Anyway, 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 it's wonderful to be here. How have you all been? That's good. How have I been in the last eight months? <laughs> you know, I've been going places and doing things. I have been going places and doing, can you guess? Things. I know. I've been going to events by myself. You know, there's, okay, there's nothing wrong with going to an event by yourself, but I should never go to an event by myself. Why, Sam? Because I have a disease. I have an illness. It is Hereditary starring Tony Collette. Some latecomers got it, but I'm glad. I do get it from my mother. Thank you. Um, I am just, I have this disease where I'm always trying to make a friend. Wherever I fucking go. Oh my God, my mother's the exact same. I have watched that woman try and make a friend at like a theater, at the restaurant, like once at a pedestrian crossing. We were sat waiting for the light to change and she just turned to the man next to us and said, wow, you're tall. My mother is four foot 11. To her, everyone is tall. Anyway, speaking of my mother, she's not here this evening. Which means I get to talk about her. You know, be more excited about that. I'm sharing intimate details of my personal life, uh, which means I get to talk about her. Thank you so much. I find it really difficult to talk about my mother to queer audiences because most of the things that I think are really funny about her are just childhood trauma. I'll give you an example. Would you like one? Yeah. Okay, great. When I was in my, you're getting it anyway. I just, you know, <laughs> it's a dark room. I just want to make sure everyone on the back is paying attention. <laughs> Look at me. Anyway, anyway. So when I was in my late teens, my mother came up to my childhood bedroom and said, if I'd have stayed a lesbian, you'd have never been born. <laughs> Think about it, it's a choice. And then she left and we never spoke of that ever again. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, no, we're in a really good place though. Um, a couple of years ago, my mother apologized for my childhood. I know, jealous. <laughs> she, we were coming back from my grandmother's funeral and she turned to me in the car and she was like, I'm so sorry you had to go through all of that. It must have been really difficult and isolating. And I was like, thanks, Carrie. Recently, though, she has started to try and shift the blame as to whom exactly was responsible for my childhood being difficult and isolating. <laughs> Sad. But I have started playing along because I'm a good sport. <laughs> They're rich. i got to stay in the will. <laughs> ah, she'll be like, we just didn't know. We just didn't know what a gay person was back then. There was no way of knowing, that's her favorite one. There was no way of knowing. I'm like, no, you couldn't have looked it up or anything back then. She's like, no, there's no way. It was 2011. <laughs> Babe, the first iPhone came out in 2008. You could have Googled it. You just chose not to. Think about it, it's a choice. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we are doing really well now though. Ooh, look, this is fraying, fun. <laughs> Forgive and forget, that's what she's done, forgotten all about it. I've also moved on to revenge. 
I have uh, figured out how I'm going to get my revenge. Would you like to know? Well, I have decided that over the next 10 years, I will be taking everything that my mother doesn't like about the way her face looks now and prevent it from happening on mine. (laughs) So that every time she looks at me, it's like a sliding doors version of her life. (laughs) But if she had just stayed gay. Anyway, anyway, my goodness. That's my mother, this is my life. You know, it's been so long since I've been on a stage. And I will be stopping for a little drink right now because the air conditioning is on and I'm a singer first and foremost. And also, hold on. My water bottle is on theme. It's pink, just like me, womanhood. (laughs) (sighs) But you know, it's been so long since I've been on a stage. Aw, thank you so much. I'm so relaxed right now. But I'll tell you one thing. What was that? I'll tell you one thing. The negative voices have started becoming loud and clear. Oh no, I like how there was absolute silence. (laughs) No, keep it, keep it, I like it. I like it rough and tough. (laughs) But I have been thinking that maybe, just maybe. I've never said anything funny or remarkably profound. I've never shared wit, made a joke, been a silly little clown. If that's the sort of thing you're into, if that's what you've been craving, if you prayed tonight would be anything even remotely entertaining. Well, lower your expectations, lower your standards, please. If you're not impressed, well, it's all for the best, cause at least the heating is free. Lower your expectations, just bring those standards down. Come along for the ride, hey, at least you're outside. Look, you got out of the house. And it's been so long since I felt any joy. True. Oh, Jesus Christ, you can do it. And it's been so many years since I've been kissed by a handsome boy. That's not true. <laughs> Laura and him in act two. We could use an evening of our troubles. So lower your expectations. You're Just to make it abundantly clear, that is a joke. And if you should need to leave the performance for any reason, please do so. Because this is a safe space. Key change. So lower your expectations. Oh, just let those standards fall. Life is full of remorse, so let's get back on the horse. It's just 
like riding a bike, you'll never forget that all of our lives are full of regret. So lower your expectations, like sushi from Tesco, a labor manifesto, your home being warm, GRA reform, lower your expectations. Are you ready for a big finish? Are you ready? Dear God, I am asking you just for an hour or two, please keep those standards low. Are you ready for my first guests? Yes. They're using this microphone, so it has to stay here. <laughs> well, my first guest is doing a lovely sketch from their new show, Cockroach. Please. Ahoy. <laughs> Little sailor. Hi, did you enjoy that? My first two little guests in my humble abode. <laughs> I live here now. <laughs> I've moved in. <sighs> anyway, this is the segment of the show where I like to do a little PSA, a public Sam announcement. This is where I like to keep you all up to date with my life. <sighs> Not that you would care, it's fine. Okay, are you ready to have a PSA? Yes. Great, okay, come on, you can do it. Come on, Sam. I'm the will to live. Okay, here we go. Woo! Ah, my goodness. Okay, I have two PSAs, a really quick one, and then a more in-depth analysis of the world in which we live. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, very quick PSA I did. For those of you who came to the last show, I did actually make a friend on the bike lane. A real person, not just me reintroducing myself to somebody I already met. <laughs> I was sat waiting for the light, as per fucking usual, and... Um, I um, heard from behind me this woman just shout, you have a cape. <laughs> and I thought to myself, thank God it's bringing people together. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, unfamiliar with my oeuvre, I um, do famously have a cape for cycling that I made out of fluorescent vests <laughs> so I could be seen at night. <laughs> it's fabulous. Anyway, anyway, okay, this is my PSA, a second PSA, here we go. Are you ready? Oh my goodness, you can do it. So, for those of you who don't know, I've famously been a busker in the city of Cardiff for the last 12 years. Why isn't she more successful? <laughs> don't think about it too hard. <laughs> but I, um, I took a little break, a little goofy couple of years off for the, you know, the clapping thing. <laughs> and I am back, <laughs> needs must, austerity wins. And I have noticed a distinct change in the general public. They are not doing well. They are feral. Oh my God, truly, truly, they are not doing well. I'll give you a little story. Would you like a little story? Yes. Thank God, okay, I'm still here, you're still there, this isn't a dream. <laughs> I have not slept well all this week. I've been like waking myself up in the middle of the night with punchlines. I'm like, get it! <laughs> 4 a.m. every single day this week. It's been exhausting. <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. <sighs> okay, so I was busking the other day. It was like a beautiful October afternoon, and this elderly man, actually, no, it was in the morning. That's important. Um, he, this elderly man came up to talk to me, and we were having a lovely little conversation. It was thrilling because he has a dog, and I love it when there are things at my eye level. 
Um, that's a bit of a thinker. Wait for it. It's a penis joke. Anyway, so we're having this lovely conversation, me and this elderly man, and we're like having a nice little chat. And he's like, oh, do you know this song? I say, of course I know that song. And so I play the song. And he says, oh, do you know this song? And I say, of course I know that song. And I play the little song. And then he says, have you heard of the internet? <laughs> I say, I'm familiar. I'm not gonna lie. Anyway, he's like, I have a chat room on the internet. And there's no derogatory language allowed. You say anything derogatory, you're out of the chat. And I'm there like, ally. <laughs> oh my goodness. I haven't provoked this at all. I haven't brought up the internet at all. This is all of his own fruition. That's a big word. I'm surprised many of you didn't get it. Don't worry. <sighs> anyway, anyway, so we're having this conversation. He's like, no derogatory language allowed in the chat room. He continues. You know, the internet's a weird place. I'm like, yeah, I'm familiar. He says, have you heard of porn? I say, I'm familiar. Just in case I wasn't, he goes on to describe it. It's nasty men and women doing things to each other. And on RedTube, you can get lesbians. I was like, ally. Thank you, sir. Anyway, it is 11 a.m. in the morning and I've just played What a Wonderful World to this man. <laughs> anyway, the moral of this story is he then wandered off without tipping me. And if you see me with my little harp on the street, assume I'm not doing well. <laughs> anyway, that's my PSA, just a little so you know. Okay, are you ready for my comedian this evening? Thank God. Well, she's incredibly talented. Look at this reveal. <laughs> Fun. I should take this with me, quite tidy up while I'm here. Uh, she is, she's great. I think you'll have a lot of fun. Are you ready? Yeah. Now, are you ready? Yeah. One final time. Are you ready for my comedian this evening? Yeah. Well then, please, thank God, you can make some noise. There is more than three of you here. Please welcome to the stage the wonderfully talented lighting cue. Jasmine Morton. The wonderful Jasmine Morton. Hi. I was sat backstage and I could not figure out which way around this dress went. I was like, is this the right way? Is this? Anyway, I wasn't wearing my pearls this whole show, so we're gonna have to do it again. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Get it? Because it's like in this room, there are two genders. People who are still excited to be here. And those of us with winter depression. And I am dead behind the eyes. Oh my God, I thought this was gonna be in October. I was so excited and now I'm just excited to get it over with. But you know, life is, you know, full of little struggles that we have to learn the hard way. Lessons like patience, perseverance, never to eat a full bowl of spaghetti bolognese before a man comes over, just in case he's neglected to mention a specific fetish for gagging. I'm never getting those tomato stains out of my cream bedroom rug. Oh, well, I'm imagine. Okay, that is exactly my mind for the last eight months. 
Like, have you heard of porn? 4 a.m. every day. Anyway, now you laugh, fuckers. Anyway, um, that is the interval. Oh, mixed reviews. Okay, don't act too excited. We're keeping it short and tight, just like me. Thank you. Um, you have 20 minutes, so it is back here in 20 minutes, because if there's one thing I'm known for, it is what? Anal. <laughs> Punctuality. Wow. All right, so. You have 20 minutes. You can go to the bar and get a little drink. You can go outside and have a fag. It's, it's not a slur if you say it like Adele. <laughs> Edgy jokes today. You can, um, you can go piss, girl. A political act. <laughs> this is a safe space. You can shit and piss wherever you want. As long as it's in a toilet or an appropriate receptacle. Accessibility. <laughs> Ex appropriate receptacles, okay. Shitter, incontinence pad, thirsty, thirsty, piss pig. <laughs> one rule, don't make a mess, because if there's one thing SHVH, the Sam Eggman Variety Hour, is known for, it is, say it with me, solidarity with the worker. <laughs> It's true. Anyway, so you have 20 minutes. I'll see you back here in 20 wonderful minutes for our second act. Can I hear a big round of applause for our wonderful first act guests? The wonderful Barry, Brian and Bean, Vidi Chaudhry and Jasmine Morton. Thank you, goodbye. Are you ready for act two? I don't want to oversell this, but I do expect a standing ovation when I come out. Are you ready? I said, are you ready? One more time, are you ready? Well, please, welcome to the stage, me, Sam Hickman. Stand up. Hi. Ah, this song goes on forever. There's a lot to be said. She faded it out. That's probably for the best. <laughs> Hi. How are you feeling? I'll give you a little, little. What do you think? 94 meters of sequin trim. That's the length of the foyer. Anyway, did you have a good interval? Did anybody make a friend? <laughs> That's good. It's nice. <laughs> Thanks. I'm glad you're having fun. Did anyone find love? I've always been afraid, afraid to fall. But we'll keep it short. Ba -ba -ba -bow, Cause after all, it's love in the interval. Mm, yeah. Will it make it onto the album? Just wait. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, this is the section of the show where I like to tell you about my love life. We're so close to Valentine's Day. 
Would you like to hear a little story of romance? Yes. Great, okay, okay. Because this is famously the Sam Hickman Variety Hour trilogy, I will need a whoop if you came to the first show. Woo! Whoop if you came to the second show. Woo! Whoop if you're here now. Woo! Okay, that's three, you can do it, right. So for those of you who missed SHVH, Sam Hickman Variety Hour, it's an acronym. Variety Hours number one and two, I will recap them for you. Okay, so Sam Hickman Variety Hour number one, I told you all about my pandemic journey. And I sung a beautiful song about how much I wanted to fuck a stranger. <laughs> Sam Hickman Variety Hour number two, I did fuck a stranger. Thank you. Woo! You did so great. Thank you. For those of you, thanks, Melon. <sighs> My one friend who fucking believes in me. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Anyway, anyway. So, Sam Hickman Variety and I were. <laughs> Oh my God, my winter depression is so bad, I can't get to the end of sentences anymore. I'm like, Ugh. Okay, here we go. Sam Hickman Variety Hour number two. I did famously do that one-woman bachelorette where I lined up three dates in one week <laughs> and ended up naked, drunk, on top of bachelor number three doing an impression of Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> Have you ever had such nice soup out of a twink's ass? You remember. Who could forget? Anyway, briefly at the end of SHVH2, I did tell you that bachelor number three, these are a lot of numbers for me. I did say bachelor number three famously did want to continue seeing me. He said, yeah, I'll keep seeing you, she's fun. And I want you to ask the question that I know has been on the top of everyone's tongues for the last Three, Rihanna's right there taking a photo. <laughs> Thank you, you don't have to clap that couple, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Anyway, I know I'm gonna get you to ask the question that I know has been top of mind for everyone in this room for the last eight months. You've been racked, your brains have been every hour of the night questioning this one question. Sam, what happened with bachelor number three? The one question, how did it go? How did it go? It went poorly. <laughs> so I'm in a, in a myriad, in my entire dating history of men behaving incredibly poorly, it was me who was the bad one. <laughs> I know, growth, change. Mm. It's beautiful. I'm like stuck on something here. There we go. This doesn't fit in my kitchen, so I couldn't practice in the dress. <laughs> Anyway, 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 he is great. He's like, he's handsome, he's charming, he's mentally ill. He's perfect. I was the, pr actually no, he's not perfect. I do have to watch him like a hawk when he is in my home because if left unsupervised, he will try and open jars. Which would be helpful in like a normal single gal's household, but in Jam the Sam Hickman's abode, one curious lad left unattended in my pantry is an entire year's worth of shelf staple preserves ruined. <laughs> Relatable joke? Relatable? Relatable? Everybody's making their own jams this year. Anyway, anyway. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, so that was the, so there's two reasons why it really didn't work out particularly well. Um, number one, I do have a curse. Aww. 
gasped. Don't awe, I have a curse. It's spooky. It's terrifying. It is a second date curse. No man has ever been on a second date with me and lived to tell the tale. Or at least I never heard from any of them ever again. I assume they're all dead. It's a better way to live. Anyway, anyway, so that was the main first reason. And secondly, I don't know if anyone has ever tried to date a cishet man before. Wouldn't fucking recommend it. <laughs> oh my God. Um, if you've ever tried, unfortunately, I will describe it for those of us in the room who have never and God willing will never, is, you know when you're walking down the street and you see a cat, a feline, this is an allegory, and it's gonna come up and say hello. That was a big word, you're welcome. And it's gonna come up and say hello and you're like, oh fuck, this cat's gonna come say hello. And you bend over and just as it does, right before it does, it runs away. That's exactly what dating a cishet man is like. But in this situation, the cat earns more than you. Zing. Anyway, so I am like a simmering pot of nervous energy the entire time I'm trying to date this man because I'm convinced the slightest thing could spook him. Two months in, I changed deodorant and I am convinced he's gonna smell it and say, bit musky, I don't like her anymore. The entire time I'm trying to date this man. Bearing in mind, yes, when we first met, I did drunkenly naked Jerry Seinfeld impression on top of him. But if that didn't spook him, what was going to, you know? Welcome to my TED talk. Anyway, anyway, so I'm this anxious pot of nervous boiling energy. And five months in, we reach boiling point. Ready, set, it's 104 degrees. That's a jam joke. <laughs> Thank you, nature. <laughs> okay, he invites me out to lunch and I'm like, nice, free lunch. <laughs> so the entire time I'm walking to lunch and I get this idea in my head. After five months, this is the end. Oh no, he's gonna dump you. No one's ever gonna buy you dinner ever again. So the entire time we're at lunch, I am deathly silent. He's like, what's going on with you? And in my mind, I'm like, I can't make you love me. <laughs> the entire time, the entire time. We get back to mine, do it. Thank you. He's very good at sex. <laughs> we're so different when we make love. How, Sam? I like to listen to smooth jazz. He likes to listen to me. <laughs> so we do it. Thank you. Anyway, two and a half hours later. Thank you. That's why I held on for five months, babe. Don't worry. <laughs> so we are then in my second favorite activity to do with a man, post-coital chat, which is when you're naked and you're cuddling and you're shooting the shit. I like to do it on top of a man because that's better for my acid reflux. <laughs> and so there I am. The goddess Hickman in all her glory. A bright light shining from behind me. A choir singing in the distance. The nervous simmering pot of anxious chaos coming to a boil. And it is in this moment, mid-conversation about how mediocre the food was at lunch at a restaurant that I will not name for legal reasons that I decide is the perfect moment to take my finger and put it 
in his belly button. <laughs> and then I wiggle it around a little bit. And then I sniffed it. It gets worse. And then I said, yours doesn't smell. No matter what I do to mine, it's always a little stinky. <laughs> what? Who said that? That's feral behavior. What is wrong with me? I would have left immediately but we were in my house. <laughs> oh my God, in my defense though, and I would like to say in my defense, he's very handsome. And I know like when your friend is like, oh my God, I'm dating this person and they're so handsome. And then they show you a picture. They show you a picture and you have to actively stop yourself from dry heaving. You're like, huh! <laughs> it's always a surprise. This has been the reaction from every single person I have shown his picture to. They do the same thing. I show him the picture, I show them the picture. They look down at the picture. They look up at me. They look down at the picture. They look up at me. They look back down at the picture. They say, really? With the Seinfeld? He seems so normal. Yeah, how do you think I feel? Anyway, luckily, luckily, that was the peak of whatever I was doing then. And we simmered down quite nicely after that. Thank fucking God. And he was like, yeah, she is fun. Oh my God, she's redefining the term navel gazing. <laughs> witty, witty joke. Anyway, anyway, so month eight rolls around. I know, thank you so much. Well done, me. Month eight rolls around and I decide it's time to start playing romantic Jenga. Romantic Jenga is when you poke at something to see if it comes out or if the whole thing collapses. <laughs> the stakes are your heart. Anyway, so because I don't know if you know this, but I'm a very cool, relaxed, chill babe. <laughs> I can go out. I, we don't have to keep going. No, I've spent too much time on this costume. <laughs> so, because I'm a very cool, relaxed, chill babe, I um, decide that I'm gonna word it in like a fun, chill, relaxed way to try and, to try and define the relationship, you know? Because I'm cool and relaxed and chill. That's the most important thing. What am I? Cool, relaxed, chill. Thank you, okay, so, my two questions. Firstly, in your own words, Describe what's going on here. Cool. And secondly, in the interest of public health, we fucking other people. So cool. Ah, oh, she's a relaxed, chill babe. She wants for nothing. Okay, so month eight rolls around. He comes over to mine for dinner. Thank you, I cook him dinner, the complete package. <laughs> Silence, wow. <laughs> Why twist the knife, I'm already bleeding. <laughs> anyway, anyway, 
he comes around for dinner. We then uh, do it. <laughs> I like it when he puts all of my toes in his mouth. Not as a sex thing. It's just very gender affirming. I'm a size six. They all fit. So feminine. <laughs> That's your only trans joke from this set. And the reason I'm wearing closed toe shoes. You sickos. You all like. You all like to peep at my dogs. Anyway, anyway. So, there we are once again in postcodal chat. And I say, why then? It is time to do it. Hell is murky. Macbeth. <laughs> and there I am, the goddess Hickman in all her glory. It's exciting because you know something horrible is about to happen. <laughs> and I say, I have to ask you a couple of questions. He says, okay. There are serious questions. Okay. And I start crying. I start weeping uncontrollably. And nowhere in my mental jousting of this whole situation did I imagine myself crying. So it's really taking me by surprise. And so I'm crying naked on top of this man. But I'm a little trooper, so I am powering through my questions. <laughs> First of all, in your own words, describe what's going on here. God. And secondly, in the interest of public health, <laughs> Are we fucking other people? This did not lead to a constructive conversation. But I did learn three very important things. What did you learn, Sam? What did you learn, Sam? One more time. What did you learn, Sam? What did you learn, Sam? Thank you for asking. I learned three very important things. Number one, I learned tis not seeing anybody else. Get more excited about it. I learned he's not seeing anybody else. Number two, I learned he's not fucking anybody else. Yeah. And number three, I learned he's not a cat. Remember from the beginning? He's not a cat. He's not going to get spooked by the weirdest things that I seem to be doing. He's clearly a dog. Loyal, faithful, and true. He's clearly a dog that comes from a family with small children. Very patient with my bullshit. <laughs> You know, I now have to try and get on to this. Okay, ready? Can I have an ooh? ooh. God, the hardest fucking thing I've ever done. And I have a master's degree. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> Dur, dur kamri yaun unza. That's my water ad in case anyone from Welsh water is here. Do we eshai dur kamri askwale hinda? Do we nhofi dur kamri? Ben digedich. Guich. 
run out of adjectives. Anyway, anyway. This is where I get to take off gloves. Are you ready? Sexy. I'm the sexiest woman alive. Yeah, you're horny for a glove. What about the other one? Yeah, you want me to take it off so I can play a little song? Oh, I imagine that's what burlesque is. <laughs> uh, I have too much lipstick on to bite this. There you go. Anyway, <clears throat> this is the furthest I've ever gotten with a man before. Shock to no one. <laughs> but, you know, there's a lot of complicated emotions that come with it that I think can only really be described through song. Thank you. Now you know that I am scared. It's different, strange and new. I've never felt this way inside before. There's something different about you. When the sunlight ripples in, I will know where you have been. You'll take away my lonely nights, and you with your hands upon my skin here's the place where you fit in the tests are done there's no more danger no 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 so don't let love be a stranger but I am always jumping the gun Always starting too soon, but now it's out of my control. Come inside my whole life. I have wandered all alone, waiting for a love that's mine alone. And when you say you're ready, you'll have me heart and soul. Just come inside.
glad I got that off my chest <laughs> and deep inside of me. <laughs> anyway, anyway, and they lived happily ever after? <laughs> Question mark? You'll have to come back for act three. Anyway, there is no act three, don't worry. Are you ready for my musical guest? <laughs> I've run out of costumes, don't worry. It's this and that's it. Actually, no, there's three more, but the shush. Anyway, are you ready for my musical guest? Well, fun fact about my musical guest, I negotiated five comp tickets for this show. Ooh. Sam the Scam Hickman strikes again. And I'll tell you a little something. Our musical guest can I said, can I have four of them? And I said, absolutely, absolutely. He said, can I bring my grandparents? I said, yeah. So I'm really sorry to this table here for having to sit through all of this. You're the heroes this evening. Thank you. You can take a bow at the end, it's okay. Okay, well, are you ready for my musical guest? Well, please welcome to the stage. The incredibly talented Casper James. The incredible Casper James. Oh, it's me. Hi. Hi, do I fit on the stage? Hold on, nice running jump. How's it going? That is the end of the show. No! Devastated, I know. Imagine how I feel. It's been a long eight months. Anyway, okay, I gotta do my thank yous. We're gonna do the big sing song and then there's an encore. That wasn't a suggestion, you're getting an encore. I took the dress apart, I put it back together again. It's a little small. Um, we'll find out if I can zip it up. It'll be great. Anyway, anyway, so here we go. Rapid fire thank yous. We're gonna do it award speech style and we can all clap at the end when I'm played off. Okay. I'd like to thank Wales Millennium Center for the money and the space. Scam the Sam Hickman strikes again. I would love to thank National Theatre Wales for the original Springboard Arts funding. Um, I would love to thank all of the Sam Hickman Variety Hour guest artists, past and present, and I will go through them now. The wonderful Francis Bolly, Electra Complex, Jesse Johnson, Leith Rummage, Boys, Boys, Boys. Asha Jane, and then all of these wonderful people today who will get their own bows, don't worry. I would like to thank the wonderful Sophie and C.S. Lewis. There you go, names oh, in sound and tech. Haven't they done a great job? Thank you so much. Um, and the wonderful Bethany backstage, the true hero of this show. Anyway, should we do a sing song? So you know the song, right? A vote of confidence. Here we go. So, for those of you who, um, wait, who hasn't been to an SHVH before? I don't think I'd advertise that in this crowd. They're fiercely loyal friends. Anyway, you can be. So, for those of you who haven't been here before, this is the song that we sing at the end of every show. The words, the, the, it's called We Will Be Together Again. The words are very simple. 
you sing as we travel on with a dream and a song, singing We Will Be Together again. And we will do a little singing lesson. Are you ready? So I sing as we travel on, and you sing as we travel on. And then I sing with a dream and a song, and you sing with a dream and a song. And then we all sing, we will be together again. Got it? Great. Fantastic. My duet singing is very good, so it doesn't matter if you don't have it, I will have it. <laughs> now the evening has come to a close. Oh. My, how time flies, as everyone knows. So as a swan song, aquí es un poquito canción. Español. <laughs> Y con suerte lo cantaremos cuando juntos seremos. Y ahora por la última vez, ah, tristeza, me voy a hacerlo en inglés por toda la gente. <laughs> Although it's true, I'll sing for you a little number to hum. section for the for the verse please feel free to add it in I know my dear I hope it's clear I hope it's clear there is a mountain or earth that I wouldn't move just to be near and as we travel on as we travel on with a dream and a song with a dream and a song singing we will be together much better, much good. And oh, I know that we'll meet again. All the fun that we had, how I'm ever so glad you came. And oh, I hope that we'll meet again. Standing right here, maybe more times this year, through the sun, wind, and rain, just to be entertained. I know, my friend, I know. Friend, it's not the end, it's not the end. We've been through it all too, and I know it's on you whom I can depend. So as we travel on, with a dream and a song, singing we will be together again. That was beautiful. Now please join me in welcoming out for their bows them time to get to the stage, the wonderfully talented Mary Bryden Bean. Vidi Chaudhry. Jasmine Morton. And our musical guest this evening, the incredible. 
Jasmine Morton and the incredible Casper James. And I've been Sam Hickman. Is it worth the wait? Yes! <laughs> Good. <laughs> anyway, I would like to end the Sam Hickman Variety Hour trilogy. The same way we begun the Sam Hickman Variety Hour trilogy, with a simple question. Is this all I get to do now? Is this all I'll ever amount to? Here I am again. The stage, the spotlight. <sighs> One last time. Nothing new to say, just the same old trash. Life can be a chore, the world can be a bore. So I'll turn out those same old tricks I've tried before. And. I'm back here again, doing what I know, performing a song that's probably an ode to a dildo, <laughs> or a very large poo I took backstage. Oh, how can I change my ways? Oh, you know it wasn't always like this. Disco balls. Learning to expect the unexpected Learning how to tread a familiar path Have you ever wandered down a road to find you can't go back? Oh, how do I live with that? What am I doing? I bring joy to at least six people every year and talented. Fuck it, I'm probably the most beautiful, talented thing that's ever been on stage at Wales Millennium Center. I mean, let's be honest, it's Wales Millennium Center. What is it, me in a touring production of Wicked? Don't 